20th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. And we are sneaking this in literally like two days before the end of the year. What yeah. day is today? The 29th? The, the 30th? 30th. No, yeah. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's New Year's Eve. Yeah. And we're going to drop it tonight. So you'll be able to listen to it on New Year's Eve. So it should be, yeah, it should be ready to what go for Friday What a wonderful way to spend your New Year's yeah. Eve. <laughs> yeah, I don't think <laughs> many people Listening to me and you. <laughs> I don't think many people will be doing that, but... Well, of course they will. The option will be there. Um, but yeah, no, We can be the our... background ambiance. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. In their festivities. It just so happened that our 20th episode uh, was going to be our last of the year. It was kind of nice that we yeah. got in exactly 20. Yeah, that was um, pretty awesome. Considering we started, you know, the late summer. Um, yeah. It's pretty nice that we got in 20 episodes. Yeah. So, yeah, here we are for the end of the year. And we're going to do a whole bunch of things differently this episode <laughs> than usual. No new to the collection. No Kickstarters we're interested in. Like we typically do with our, you know, a, a top 10 or whatever. But yeah, but we're, we're doing something a little bit yeah. different too. Yeah, we are going to do a top 10. But we're going to just kind of look back on... 2021 of all the different things we kind of were a part of and did and in the content creator kind of world that we kind of were a part of. Um, So yeah, let's kind of start off with talking about things that we did in 2021. So we literally started the year off with (laughs) buying a a, a microphone. Yeah. um, Like, and I think we bought it on like boxing day. I want to say probably of 2020. We went out because Norm had contacted us about doing the What You Been Playing Wednesdays. Yeah. And so we ran out to buy a microphone because all we had was like earbud microphones and things. <laughs> and um, and we started doing that What You Been Playing Wednesdays podcast, contributing to that in the first week of January of this year. Yeah. And so much fun. Yeah, it was that so good. That has been so much fun. It's been great. Just... It's, it's, it's made us, you know, you know, play games. <laughs> which has been great. Like, Sounds kind of funny, but it, with, you know, with the kids and everything is busy and it's easy sometimes to just for things to slip, but it's yep. been so awesome having that being, because it's one of those things where like, oh, we got to make sure we, we play, you know, some games and it's not a chore. It's something we want to do, but yeah, it's but it's this, a way this, to make sure that it happens. Yeah, it got us up off the couch, right? And like, there's when, so many nights would go by or weeks could go by, you know, sometimes where you just... You have all the intentions in the world of yeah. playing these games, but, but you just, just end up tired crashing and... after dinner yeah. and putting the kids to bed. And next thing you know, you're waking up at the couch at like 1130, <laughs> yeah. right? And then you're going to bed. So like this made it so we it, at least once, you know, twice a week went and got games and played them. But I mean, it was a lot more than that oh, on, definitely. on average. But we just know that at least once a week we were doing it, right? Yeah. Just so that we had something to talk about. And yeah. um that was awesome. So if you think about it, and we were early on, we were doing uh, multiple games yeah. per episode. Yeah. So like we would, and that's when we were playing two, three, four nights a week, different games and things. Um, and we tried to cram in talking about all these different things. But then we kind of went we, down we to. We did it okay. We did all right. We did okay. Yeah. But then yeah. we kind of streamlined it down to like talking more in one depth game. about yeah. one game. And it, yeah, it was really fun. So we played, you know, at least 52 games because we didn't miss a single no. week of that. No. Um, so that's pretty crazy that we played like 52 different games just for that show alone. Yeah. And um, that they're such nice guys. And Norman Ryan, it was so much fun yeah. getting started um, into the 
podcasting and Ian, through that. And he was there. Uh, yes, Ian was there at the, at the beginning. Um, but just like to get started uh, doing the What You've Been Playing Wednesdays, for me, anyways, that was kind of my toe in the, dipping my toe in the water. And it yeah, was awesome. Because I dabbled in this type of stuff. You've been doing it for a while. You've been doing the, the YouTube channel and things like that. Yeah, but still not like to great length yeah. or anything, right? I was still pretty novice at it. I'd done a few episodes with other podcasts but yeah but i'd never really done anything especially nothing that was like weekly or oh no you know, nothing like i would consistent. do something like one thing this month yeah, and then two months later random. do something and yeah. you know so this was like yeah kind of major for me as well but that being said so the Watchman playing wednesdays really got us thinking about making our own podcast well it's something you had you had been talking about for a while yes like let's I want to do a podcast. Would you want to do it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. sure would. And, you know, a lot of, yeah, let's, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. And it's one of those that just never happened yeah. until it did. Yeah. We, <laughs> you know, we, and that was in, yeah, it was August, right? That we did it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it's kind of one of those things that was funny where uh, you're like, you know what? We just need to do it to get it started. Otherwise we're never going to do it. And yes. we just did it. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> we, we went just did it. We, you know, acquired our theme music yeah and came up with like four or five different things that we could interchange into every episode so doing the new to the collection because we do get a fair amount of games yeah um so we figured people would be interested in hearing about those things and um and then doing like uh talking about kickstarters the things that we're interested in and then reviewing games doing legit reviews because like i found it much more interesting doing reviews this way than on youtube because i just find the discussion is better for reviews rather well, than it, it's not just you yourself too right like you can have a discussion me, yes. whereas when you were doing the reviews online there's nothing there was nothing wrong with it they were good but no. it, I, for you you did everything yourself like you were doing the camera you were doing the yes. sound you were doing <laughs> the intros and the outros and the recording and you did awesome i and did okay no you did great yeah, but well, it was, but that was just, you couldn't really have a one person discussion. No. And this is just, I like the, the, uh, the freelance or whatever you want to call it. Like the, the being able to just kind of discuss something yeah. rather than like, like talking about bullet points of what I, I wanted of a game. That's why I think the our YouTube channel is going to be primarily unboxings uh, moving forward. I think almost entirely our reviews are going to end up on this podcast and we've been doing pretty good ones. I think we've been doing fairly in-depth reviews because each one, well, we talk for like 20 to 30 minutes when we do our reviews, yep. usually. Um, so I just, I don't know, I prefer it. I think this podcasting radio style is more interesting for the reviews and more interesting for the people to listen to, I think, as well, with different opinions and discussing things. And and I've been having a lot of fun doing yeah. it with you. <laughs> and we're going to have guests on here um, doing that with us in the future we've just been you know just figuring it figuring out figuring <laughs> things out but we are we're going to do uh we're going to have uh, several local uh people join us uh when we do reviews in the especially in 2022 like uh make it kind of a more of a regular thing like maybe once a month like every four or five episodes have someone join us to talk about a game that we played especially if we play a bigger game mm -hmm. like something that requires four or five six people to play and it's something new and that we could have a third voice talk about or a fourth maybe three like 
two more, maybe potentially. We need more microphones, but no, we we can um, finagle these ones. I think. Well, yeah, we, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll see. But there, we do want to have people on. We also want to have uh, guest interviews, and we have one of them lined up. Um, that Anna Marie is not aware. She just looked at me weird, but you are aware. <laughs> you can of it. see how, how I just well don't want to say it on here right now. Oh, okay. But uh, there's one that we have lined up of a uh, couple designers of a game that we played this year that we're going to um, interview in the early New Year, and uh, that'll be on here. So yeah, we're going to start trying to line up interviews with designers and publishers and things like that. Just people in the in the hobby. I yeah. would say not necessarily designers and and uh, uh, publishers, but like uh, maybe other con- content creators and things like that as well. And yeah, so that's kind of what we're going to do. Um, oh, also one thing we had a, we had an idea that we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing time machine reviews. Yeah, and these are going to be us going into our back catalog of games, even games that we have played. Oh, games that we love. Games that we love, that we games just... that we've played, games that we haven't played that are still sitting in shrink wrap on the shelf that have been there for like literally four or five years. Yeah. And we're going to review those. So if you see Time Machine review on our podcasts in the new year, uh, that means it's not necessarily, well, no, it's definitely not a game that's relevant to the time. Of the recording. Yeah, we'll still have, but we'll still have like our, uh, you know, new to the collection and Kickstarter oh, yeah. things, but then we'll just, our review will be just of um, of a former game. Like yeah, it'll a, be something a, a little bit older, one that yeah. uh, isn't maybe probably not, nobody's buzzing about anymore, but one that, yeah. we, have, that we really like. Yeah, it could be literally any, for any reason, whatever yeah. game we select. If anybody writes in and wants us to review a game, yeah. we could, you know, depend, we can put it there. Exactly. If it's so we're gonna, an older one. Yeah, we're going to kind of do a few of those. Uh, kind of rotate those in as well as yeah. as games come in the door. If, if there's things we're not too keen on reviewing for whatever the reason may be, I think we're going to go to the time machine and and grab something of interest off the shelf. But yeah, like she said, if you write in and ask us about one, we can we'll definitely plug that in. Yeah, it doesn't have to be lineup. a new game; it can be nope, any game that you're just anything. interested in hearing about or you know. And I've have gone questions. through our BGG, and I think ours is pretty close to up to date. Um, there might be a few things missing off there, but mostly our collection is legit on there right now. And that's, you can just find it Meeple Dungeon on BGG's website if you want to look there. But yeah, so that's kind of like what we're up to, what we're going to do in 2022. But let's talk a little bit more about 2021. So another thing that we did um, this year was we did a lot with Cardboard Conjecture, with Norman Ryan specifically. Um, And... The, so, a couple things actually. I'm just thinking about another one I forgot about. The but, hype train. But yeah, well, okay, we'll start start there. So we did the <laughs> hype train. So yeah. they they have an episode that comes on every uh, I want to say every month and a half or something like that. They do a hype hype train episode, and they bring on guests to talk about games that have next to no buzz or like are kind of lost favorites or have. Um, a rating that's criminally underrated <laughs> or things like that, right? Yeah. So we, we each came up with a game that we really like on our shelf that nobody talks about, nobody really even knows about, that are, in my opinion, ultra underrated. And that we brought the, we brought those games onto their show to talk about why they should go out and find copies of these games if they yeah. can. 
And that was a lot of fun. That was fun. Yeah. I quite enjoyed that, actually. Yeah, I talked about Topiary. Yes. Because, that, honestly, people, that game is super underrated. It's a fun little oh, it's puzzly... Awesome. Uh, Tiling game. Tile placement. Yeah. Worker... Not worker placement, but worker arrangement yeah. kind of game. And it's just... Oh, it's so neat. If you like it, uh, like those... Like, if you like... What's the best thing to compare it to? It's kind of like... Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but you're laying tiles out and then you're using, you're using perspective yeah. from the meeples perspectives in this game. And you put the meeples around the border of your board and you got to think about their perspective of what they're looking at and what they're looking at are the tiles that you're laying out on the board. And you have to arrange those tiles in such a way that it makes their perspective better or worse. And you're competing directly on with your opponent on the same board. And it's just... It's really, really cool. It's awesome. It's it's super worth your time if you can find it. It's a small game from Renegade, and it, uh, I don't know, I haven't seen it in a long time on a shelf. It it's probably hard to find, but if you do, totally worth your money. It's definitely good. And yeah. the one you talked about I did was, Vikings, uh, Raid and yeah, Conquer. Raid and Conquer, and that's, that's yeah. made by a local yeah. Kelowna board game company called High Roller Games. Yes. And it's based off the Vikings TV show from the History Channel. Now it's on whatever yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I don't know whatever. where it's on now, but, but yeah, I think it is on Netflix. Yeah. But yeah, they, it's um, it's an awesome uh, a deck building game. Yeah, super and, uh, good. Like, yeah, real fun. Really, really, really good deck builder, and it's it's based off of uh, Dominion style yeah. deck building. So if you like Dominion, you would really like this game. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So we yeah we did the hype train with those guys and then we also did um, with Ryan specifically on Wednesdays we just started uh, kind of randomly I think it's because I posted a picture of the the game on Twitter and he's like oh my goodness you have a copy of that too so the game we're talking about is uh, Ashes, Ashes Reborn, Reborn <laughs> uh, or Rise of the Phoenix Born yeah and it's a card game a dueling card game not unlike Magic the gathering um but it's quite quite different oh, like yeah. in the way it plays but you're still dueling across the table i can understand this one yeah yeah this one <laughs> it's simpler Whereas i cannot get magic through my head it's, but. it's definitely simpler there's there's less mechanics than in say yeah. in, in a set of magic where there's just so much craziness but it's so good and i i bought that game and i, I want to say it was on sale that we saw it and we're like, oh yeah, that was it was on sale, so we bought yeah, it. Yeah, I think just, it was. I remember seeing. I the think cover. it was on uh, maybe at our local game store. They were they were having their like one year anniversary. That's yeah, that's and what I it think was. it was, it was uh, back in the summer. Yeah, yeah, it and was, it was yeah. uh, and they had it on like a, a one year anniversary sale. Yeah, and so, so we, we picked, picked that it up. up and and then I sh- remember showing it on yeah on Twitter and Ryan commenting like, oh, I have that too. I don't know anyone who has that. We should play. So we played via like uh, live on uh, uh, YouTube and Twitch. No, no, it wasn't Twitch. Zoom. Oh, you guys with. played via Zoom, but yeah. yeah, sorry, that's where it was streaming. I misunderstood yes, we played what you on were Zoom saying. And like, and it worked really well on Zoom. It was a lot of fun. And then we started playing, like, yeah, like you said, on their YouTube channel, and people were tuning in to watch us play. And then we had a tournament, a best of seven yeah. tournament, <laughs> which I lost in six games to Ryan, I think. I think I he beat remember. me four to two. And then I bought him a gift certificate for his local game store or whatever. And it was just, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So getting to know those two uh, has been a lot of fun. And that being said, I also stepped in <laughs> for Ryan because Ryan was going through all sorts of mayhem with uh, 
uh, personal stuff at, at home and couldn't record for a, a show yeah. that week. So I stepped in and recorded a show with Norm on Cardboard Conjecture where I reviewed Nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was fun. Because it's we just played Nemesis like that night before. Yeah. And he's like, God, can you can you join the the thing? And I was like, Oh, I've got the perfect thing to talk about. <laughs> it's nice so, how that just worked out. <laughs> yeah. So we've really got to know those two really really well, and it's been a, a fun year specifically to uh, absolutely with our relationship with those guys. And we also we were just on a uh, game show <laughs> uh, with the the Friday, Friday night, night games. games guys we went on their last game standing show but this space was a space edition. edition and we were representing eclipse from lautopolet so good yeah and it was just kind of trying to fight it out duel it out battle it out for who has the best space game so you should go listen to their uh should. their podcast they've got a, it's five episodes i believe yep and uh you should see who the last game standing is yeah Wink, wink. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, you should check it out because it's it's an awesome series. There's also uh, definitely a board game podcast. Uh, Royce was on there representing Ti Four. Um, Dyson Men were on there representing Battlestar Galactica. The Meeple Mentor were on there representing Nemesis, and then Friday Night Games themselves stepped in because one of the other creators had to bow out. And they represented space team. It was funny. I <laughs> just we we had so much fun doing that because you know it's like it, one of the guidelines was you know feel free to um, what's the trash word? talk trash talk yeah <laughs> and I'm yes. not I'm not a trash talker and it, it was so funny because we didn't uh, we were just like going after the games and oh, just yeah. having it fun with out it and the animal and, uh, in me. and I. I was like, oh man, we maybe need to lighten up a little bit because <laughs> no. it's funny when you're you you're going against a game that is like amazing, <laughs> and yeah. you're trying to trash talk it. It's pretty funny like, with Ti Four. Oh yeah, I <laughs> went a lot of. I went after uh, Royce and and Ti Four. I went after them hard. But uh, it's funny because you know you're going after an awesome game, so like yeah. your trash talk well, is I had garbage. To make it so they didn't win, right? Because <laughs> if. If they if they move on, Eclipse is the first game out the door, right? Yeah. So because the two are so uh, similar that yeah. only one of those was getting out of the first round, right? Yeah. So I tried to make sure that it was Royce uh, that didn't make it. So you'll have to you'll you have to listen check it and figure it out. It is because it it's is a really awesome. really good show, and that was a lot of fun. And their their last episode comes out tomorrow. That's crazy. Yeah, because they're 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 stopping the show. So, um, so you yeah. should definitely check it out. Definitely go check that out. Because uh, those guys are hilarious, and uh, yeah, they're going to be missed within our uh, within our group for sure. But um, yeah, we're uh, there's one other thing. Yeah, so the Kickstarter excess and value show. Yeah, we did that with Jason from Dice yeah, and Dragons. We joined up with Jason, so he invited kind of at random. He put out on Twitter saying, "Is anyone interested in doing this?" And uh, we're like, "Yeah, we'll do it." And so yeah, we and. Ryan from Cardboard Conjecture joined up with Jason and we did a YouTube video show in which we would talk about any given Kickstarter or, well, game found game, or, found game yeah. that was up for crowdfunding at the, at the time of interest that we all kind of had interest in. And we'd go through it piece by piece. Yeah. 
um, talking about everything, everything that you could think of. We, we went through the the different Kickstarters themselves, like all the different uh, pledge levels. Yep. And we would go through the components, and we would go through uh, everything. And just looking at all the, you know, the add-ons that they have, or the stretch goals, and like yeah. what is excess, and and it's it wasn't just like excess in the sense of what is excess in money, like in monetary value, but it was also, are these components really necessary? Right. Are they excess? Do they make sense? Do like, they add value to the yeah. game? It, it was a, it's been a lot of fun. I quite enjoy uh, it. was quite great. Those. And we did quite a few of them, and but our schedules got all out of whack here. But I'm, I'm thinking in the, in the early new year, we're going to start yes. doing those again. Same with um, so, playing cards with, uh, with Ryan. That kind of had to go to the wayside for the last few weeks or a couple months, months, I would say. But... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's because our time zones and all this stuff is yeah. stupid in Canada, right? And so, hockey's been crazy, and yes. COVID's been crazy. Lives. And but once our once our our schedules line up again, we're going to get all that stuff fired up again. And that's been a lot of fun. It's so been on so that much note, fun. Um, that kind of covers the bulk of what we've been up to this year. But since we just talked about the kickass, uh, kickass, <laughs> Kickstarter excess and value show with Jason from Dice and Dragons. I figured maybe you could say what was your favorite Kickstarter like crowdfunding game we backed this year, like yeah, not necessarily what you think is going to be the best. I don't know, but just like what one is are you most looking forward to that we backed? Okay, should be here next, like in twenty twenty two. Yeah, so I've got two again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but they're for very different reasons. So the first one, my number one that I'm super excited looking forward to get is earthbound rangers now born rangers oh is earthbound the company yes okay i think it's earthbound games earthborn rangers or, no it's earth it's earthborn games and it's earthborn rangers okay well i'm just an idiot then but <laughs> earthborn earthborn rangers. rangers you were reading off a whole bunch and i wrote it fast but anyways this game um i'm i'm excited for the game because it's an it looks like an open world um, you can play a cooperative game, a card, a card game. game. Yeah. yeah, I was getting there. Yeah. <laughs> but also this one um, is, it's mainly been put out trying to do things as um, environmentally friendly as possible. Yep. So using, um, you know, recycled materials, uh making trying to get um shipping coming from areas local not like one distributor hub and then all the shipping so like ours is going to be coming from colorado from the u.s yeah Yeah. Yeah. whereas people in europe and stuff are going to be coming from a place out of europe so it's really trying to cut down on the carbon footprint and stuff Mm -hmm. and it was just really neat because i thought what an awesome way to Incorporate that into a hobby that we love, yeah. and why not? If we can do it and it's better for the environment, let's try it out and see what it looks like. So I um, agree because even like a bunch of the components are biodegradable and yeah. like, like yeah, this this game is designed to you know you know die when you know like it's going to if it goes to a landfill, it's just going to turn into mush, yeah. right? So so I'm really I'm really eager to see what that looks like um, when it when it comes out. And uh, for, yeah, for those, those kinds of reasons. Um, I agree. I think it's, it's, yeah, it's quite the undertaking. So I'm curious to see how it goes. Why don't you do yours? So I had a couple, but I think the one I'm mostly excited about, and this might sound 
odd for me. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just this one has spoke to me since the second I saw it, and that's the stuff of legend. <laughs> that was my number two. I figured it might be. Um, <laughs> yeah. The stuff of legend is from Third World Studios, and this is a board game based off a series of graphic novels, and it all takes place in a little boy's bedroom in the Bronx in New York, I believe. And he's gone. It's during like World War Two, mm-hmm. and it's like ultra depression kind of like misery style where he's alone in his bedroom and just trying to forget about like what's going on in the world and he's got his toys and stuff and well thematically in the in the comics he actually gets uh captured by the boogeyman yeah and and drug into his closet and yeah and his (laughs) toys come to life and they're going into the closet. They're charging to in to go save him. Yeah, they're going to save him or die trying is what the, yeah. the, the game actually says. And when they enter the closet, they go from being like a stuffed oh, yeah. bear and a jack-in-the-box and to, like a tin soldier to being like... Crazy characters. Like the, the, yeah, the, <laughs> the, the bear turns into this crazy, gnarly grizzly bear and like the jack-in-the-box turns into this like assassin looking jester guy. And yeah. Like, they look like really cool. Yeah. And it's all about them trying to save the boy from the boogeyman. And I thought this is the coolest yeah. theme. And it comes with a couple of the comics with it. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. So I'm going to try and track down the rest of those if possible. See, but, I haven't read the comics and that, I, it sounds so interesting. Yeah. When you showed me this one, um, that's why I let you go after my first one because I figured it was that. I had a I had a backup one in case in case you I did were say something different. But, but that one, like the story, just is yeah. so intriguing in yeah. that game. I love the idea of yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah. um. I'm most excited for the story and, you know, of that. And we backed a lot of big grand yeah. games like Agamonia from Lautapalette, and we did uh, what else? We did a whole bunch of like big, expensive. Kickstarters, yeah. but this one's still like we did Voidfall too. You know, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the, the Witcher. Is that ISS Vanguard? Is that one? ISS Vanguard yeah. is still is still coming. Like we did, yeah. There's a lot of wicked games out there, oh, but this I one just we did that one too. This one just really captured me, and I think this one's the one I'm most excited oh, yeah. to play. I think the story just is sounds so awesome. Yeah. So with that being said, <laughs> uh, I think we are safe to head on over. And do our last list of 2021. And yeah, let's head on over there now. Alrighty then, here we are for the final list Top 10 list of 2021 <laughs> from us here at the Meeple Dungeon. And we are going to do our top 10 favorite games of the year. Lists are so hard I to make. I think I, I'm pretty sure I said this. The last ones we've done, but oh this my gosh. Crazy hard. I had When I first said we should do this, I, I had in my mind like six or eight games in my head. And I was like, oh, this should be a pretty easy slam dunk no. of a list to make not even close not even close i had a 19 a top 19 <laughs> list that i was I like know. oh and i was just like oh my goodness it's been so painful trying to cut games or trying to like order them and trying to i know like my order is garbage the like order i don't is, yeah the <laughs> order is less important than them just being there yes i think aside if from in the maybe top 10 yeah then they're a fantastic game but even the next 10 are fantastic games like yeah. it's been 
cutting them was was painful. And what Be, we'll like do, how on earth am I cutting this game out of my, off of my list? I know, I agree. So when we're done with this list, we'll just quickly run through the the games that we narrowly missed the cut. But for you know, I mean, any of these could have. I'm just looking at it now. Any of these could have jumped in. And you know, if you're looking at other people's top ten lists and you're looking at ours and saying that we're crazy, this. Is a top 10 list of games that we have played. Yes. These <laughs> we are all have, games that we own and play. We have not played all of the games that came out in 2021. No. One that's glaring that I think is like super highly rated and probably high on people's lists, yep. which is uh, is Cascadia. It, like, yeah, we haven't played we've it. We've never played it. No. So, so if you're wondering why the heck isn't that on is their list, it's because I haven't played it. I haven't but played I, it. But I'm... I'm probably sure that it would be here yep. if i, I had played it I agree with so you. just keep Maybe that we'll in mind uh games that you know aren't on here we probably haven't played but anyways. exactly and feel free to email us uh with with your favorite yeah. um, suggestions on ones that we need to play yes things exactly. like that absolutely so i think i'm gonna start it off before think, you start okay. sorry i'm interrupting you but sure. we should um guess again how many crossovers oh, yeah, we think we we're gonna have okay i'm gonna guess one two Three, four. I was going to say five. Okay. So, I think I think that's high. But I think I, they're going to be in different orders. But I think we're going to have at least four crossovers okay. here because we. I mean, we and tend we, to like. And we've played all game. of our games together, so yes. <laughs> chances are we've got a few on there this year. Yeah. But okay, so you're saying so four. I'm saying five. I'll kick it off with my number ten. So again, these, especially these, like ten through about five for me could go in any yeah. really any order. Yeah. But this is just where I landed as best I could do. And I had to fight to get this oh. this game onto my list. So I had to remove a couple to make this one get on my I list. Because it, it just had to be too. on my list. So starting it off, at my number 10 comes from AEG, and that is Whirling Witchcraft. <laughs> oh, that's such a good game. Yes. And this one <laughs> um, really surprised me. Um, I thought it looked funny and, and fun and stuff, but... It was really fun, and it was a really cool game, like a really neat idea about how they use the cubes and how you're creating cubes and you're trying to you're trying to overwhelm your your yep. opponent to your right with cubes, but the opponent to your left is trying to overwhelm you with cubes. And then you're passing cards to the right. <laughs> yes. And you're, yeah. Just so, such a neat concept to a game. I loved the components of the little cauldron with the cubes in yeah. it representing frogs and eyeballs and things. <laughs> and our boys, especially our oldest, really liked this one too and wanted to play it a lot. So we played it quite a bit with them. And this one's just a fantastic family game. I and agree completely. Yeah, we're super stoked to have it and AEG sent us that uh review copy and yeah and indeed got into my top 10 of the oh, year. Yeah. It's that's a very fun game. Yes. All right. My number 10 <laughs> uh comes from Z-Man Games mm. and is one I think this was actually the first game we played this year. So it was like I can yeah, yeah. I know what this is. It was stretching my brain cuz we've been playing so many but this is Cryo. Yes. And this game was just that it was colorful. It yeah, was just pastel-y, cool colors. It was so yeah. no, you said that last time. It's not pastel. It's like vibrant. And well, no, but like the pinks and blues, <laughs> like it just has a yeah. Not, uh, maybe I'm no. It's just funny. I think else. we said that the last time too. <laughs> I don't know the pinks and blues, like the yeah. light baby blue, like powder blue and light it's almost, pink. And yeah, they're they're bright they're bright colors and just it's really nice and it so that drew me in and. It was just fun, like looking at the player boards, remembering just, um, you know, the way you 
the way you're choosing your actions and you're pulling the little tokens off and putting them on your board, flying your little drone around yep. and trying to, you know, get your get your crew members to safety because they're in their little yeah, they're cryo, all in the cryopods, cryopods trying but... to get them underground before the planet freezes. And, yeah, yeah, great it was, game. It was fun. It was yeah. a lot of fun. So my number 10 was Cryo from great Z-Man Games. Pick. Thank you. Uh, my number eight. Nine. <laughs> nine. My number nine um, is a game that we pre-ordered ages ago, and it, when it came uh, and we played it, it was uh, exactly the game I was hoping for when we when we pre-ordered it, and that is the Loop from Pandasaurus Games. Also, That's, another yes. fun game. Yeah, and this one was just really fun and funny and yeah. like challenging and. And just interesting, and I just really, really liked it. I liked chasing down all the clones of Doctor Fu and all the different yeah. time uh, places area. What do you? Yeah, I, don't know. I can't remember what they were called. Places in time. Yeah, you're trying to get rid of his clones, and you're trying to manage his his time machine that's spinning around and it's spitting out things in it's different time. It's a time, time travel game. It's awesome. Oh, it was great. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I loved everything about it. I love the writing in the rule book. The yeah, humor, some funny stuff. Right? Yeah, like that humor in there. Yeah, it no, fun. it was great. I really like the loop. Good pick from Pandasaurus, and yeah, that'd be my number nine. Nice, my number nine. Uh, we've played kind of recently, and uh, this is by Korax Games and Arcane Wonders, and that is Picture Perfect. Cool. And yes, that that game. Uh, you're basically you're you're putting. Um, your little standees and you've got your own board with a screen up so the other player can't see it and you've got um, envelopes for each character in the game and you're trying to position them um, according to their wants like where they want to stand where they don't want to stand what they want in front of them who they want to stand beside things like that um, and you're trying to take the best photograph and you yep. actually take a photograph when you're done so yeah. you can position it from your perspective again trying to see like okay well if i do this that face is going to be covered which i want and that one's not going to be covered and um it's awesome it's just a fun game it's, that you get to yeah you get to just um it, it's a puzzle but you don't have all the information so you can't yeah. chances are you're not going to have a perfect puzzle and if you if you miss all of your um and and if you miss all of your wants, you're going to get minus points, like negative ones. But so you're then you're choosing, well, should I just leave them off the board and get zero instead of the minus points? Yep. It's a fun, ton of fun game. That's my. Uh, it, it is hands down, I think, the most unique game I've played in ages. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It's fun. And I love the puzzle aspect to it. So, yeah. My number yep. nine, picture perfect. Great pick. Yeah. We played that. Yeah. Really recently. Really good game. My number uh, eight yeah. <laughs> is a uh a game that um kind of came out of nowhere it uh is a re-theming of an old game and of an old game that i had no interest in playing um, <laughs> i know what this one because is. <laughs> i had no idea i didn't know anything about the ip and i didn't realize what actual great game laid underneath that ip but this one they they reskinned it not to mention you can't get it anywhere that too <laughs> but this is unfathomable from fantasy flight games which is the yes unfathomable without fathom um it is uh the reskinned battlestar galactica yeah and yeah the battlestar galactica i'd seen that game a lot you know over the last 10 years or so yeah and been like i have no interest in that at all i thought that well, the 
We the never watched the looked, show. No, the cover was that, of the characters. Yeah, it, I thought it looked horrible. And little did I know it actually had a great, great game underneath it mm-hmm. because Unfathomable was a lot of fun. It's the same game, just skinned with uh, in the in the Cthulhu um, Arkham horror uh, world. Yeah, and you're on a sh- on a steamship, and you're heading to shore, and there's all these. Cthulhu type monsters trying to attack your ship and sink your ship and there's people on board that are turning into the the fish people and stuff and there's hidden hidden traders in in the game and oh it's just it's really really good you're just trying to survive long enough to to get to shore so you can get (laughs) off the boat without it sinking awesome game yeah that was a really good game yeah we played it one night with a great group of people yeah and it just made the game that much better with yes with the people you're playing with because you're just like constantly wondering who's a bad guy and until you call me out yeah <laughs> it's her yeah i can tell <laughs> I know when it. it's you i can tell when it's you <laughs> but yeah unfathomable that would be my number eight that was really good i like that game yeah okay my number eight was my birthday present that oh cool that didn't actually get here for my birthday which was in march <laughs> yes it actually came not too long ago it came in <laughs> Or yeah, September? I think so. no, no, it was October, yeah. maybe. Um, and it's by Red Raven Games, and that is Sleeping Gods. So part yes. of this, I think, is the anticipation because I've been wanting to play it for so long, and uh, it just it looks really nice too. The cover also just like that calming, which is yep. funny. It looks calming with like this sea creature, like sea monster coming at you. Yeah, but, it looks um, that way, but, but you'd yeah, be wrong. Yeah, and I, I really like the story. It's a narrative, yes. uh, narrative-driven game. So Ryan you're, Lockett. Yeah. And everything oh. he does is incredible. So, so good. So, yes. You're choosing where to go. Our first uh, our first third of the, you know, our first playthrough is a little bit, we're trying to figure out the game and, yeah. and going through. But once we kind of figured it out um, and got going, like, oh, just figuring out the story and it, it's so neat how um, you know how it works. I don't want to have any spoilers, so I'm not going to talk about the game. No. But um, it is good. If but you it's like narrative really games, good. Oh yeah, yeah. Go get this one. Very good. So my number eight is Sleeping Gods. Great pick. Yeah, we played that through in a seven day while we're here on on Christmas vacation. Yeah, we played through it. So <laughs> through one campaign, and you, it, the whole idea of the game is you can do it several times and get different outcomes and all sorts of things. So, yeah. Yeah. Great pick. So my number seven. This one is another game that we bought uh, earlier in the year that sat around not getting played because we were just doing all sorts of other things, and we played it fairly recently, and I was annoyed with myself that we waited that long <laughs> to play it, and that's from Unexpected Games, and that's The Initiative. Good pick. And it was so fun. Very it is, fun. It is, uh, if you like puzzles... In any way, this game is just one gigantic puzzle. Yep. And you're figuring out things, and you're and you're cracking codes, and you're trying to find clues in a in a comic book style uh, book. Yeah. It is basically your companion book for to play the game, and you are a you are. <laughs> <laughs> let me get this right. You are a teenager. Teenagers playing a board game. Yes. So you're playing as these. Kids, a game within that a game. Found a board game at a garage sale, and they're playing that game. So you're playing them playing that yeah. game. So you're, you're not actually playing the initiative. You're playing the key. So you kind of are embodying these kids playing a game called the key. Yeah. And oh my goodness, was it a fun time? Oh yeah. 
And some of the riddles were so hard. And I remember, uh, like, towards the end, there was one that we, we <laughs> could not get for the life of us. And we were up, like, we, we didn't want to go to bed. And we're we, like, I, we got to break this. We've gone through everything. We've yeah. gone through everything. And then it was on my drive to work the next morning that it hit me. That I, can't, I, had I still an idea. can't believe you figured that out. That's Well, there, it just, for whatever reason, I was like, mm, this is a stretch. <laughs> but this could be it. And sure enough, it was the right thing. And you thing. got it. And it was so awesome. So we that cracked was the code. So yeah. satisfying. It was. It was ultra satisfying. That game is great. If you like puzzles in any way, shape, or form, detective style stuff, yeah. get this game. That's awesome. Good pick. Thank you. All right. My number seven is by Simon uh, and Gray Fox Games. And this one is uh, After the Empire. Oh, yes. So this game is, uh, um, I'm going to get it wrong, a tower defense game. That is correct. Is that right? Nice. Nailed it. Yep. Um, and it's awesome because the components are great. You're, you're actually physically building up your castle. Yep. So you're, you know, you've got your... Um, the sides of the castle and the oh my gosh my brain isn't working the what, towers the towers what are like the little turrets not turrets yeah are they turrets yeah okay so my brain is functioning but <laughs> we got the turrets and you've got um it so you're doing that but it's also like worker placement because you're yep. there's a board Lots where you're of worker tons of worker placement because you're figuring out you know i need to get this i need to do that how am i going to do this should i you know block them from getting that because you're not you're you're focused on your own when you're building your tower you're building your own tower yep. and the um the worker placement is like ah should i stop them from trying to get that but you're guys you're fa- you're facing the same foe it's yep. coming it's going to hit your castle the same as it's going to hit my castle but it's going to hit mine differently because my castle's set up differently than but yours, yeah how you right? defend so your they're castle coming in so from say uh, the left yeah because northwest east and south don't really matter if you're facing each other because yes. they're going to come from the same side of the table yes not from a, a, an a direction. direction yeah so they're going to come from my right your left of the table and they're going to attack that wall whatever wall you have facing but that you don't way. know what way they're right. coming until you've already done your like defenses <laughs> yes. so. oh it's so good and we yeah. have an upgrade pack coming for that so awesome. in that awesome. game uh, all your soldiers and mercenaries and whatever are represented by little cubes. Um, we have little soldiers coming. Nice, and they're they're little, they're, they're really tiny, little, yes. but they're going to be easier to hold than yes. The cubes <laughs> the were cube. a little fiddly and a little. They didn't want to sit in certain spots yeah. and whatever, but these little figures are going to actually stand yeah. in there. So. It's going to look awesome. So yes, yeah, that was my number seven after the Empire. Awesome. So I'm on to number. Six, and we haven't right? had any crossovers yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I'm Maybe quite... my five was too high, unless like all of our next. I still ones think we're gonna have four. I, okay, I don't know. We'll okay. see. Um, my number six is a game that we played very recently. Okay. And this game, um, especially once we play more. I was gonna I think, say like yesterday recently. <laughs> uh, Could have been. It's uh, this game. I think is could be much higher on my list if I'd played more of it, and we only played through uh, a small amount of what's offered in this game, and that is from Lucky Duck Games, Destinies. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> this is another one that we've had sitting for uh, six weeks, yeah, or so. But it's but that time we've of been year, just right? not been able to get Christmas. to it but here we are at our christmas break and we got it to the table and we we played through a fair amount but i mean there's still a ton left and what a cool experience that game is um the app 
uh, companion app that goes with it is really, really good. It is. Like it's I really good. I think so far that's been my favorite companion app for games that we've had so yeah. far. It's worked the best. It it's, works really well. Yeah, the story the story is, story good. is fantastic. Yeah. Um, the components of this game are off the charts, especially at this price point. Like the price is only like forty something dollars for this game. Honestly, people out there, bang for your buck. This is probably the best game of the year. Like. If you only have forty dollars to spend, like this game is going to get you an awesome experience. Like, oh, yeah. it's so so good. Um, and we've only just scratched the we surface of this game. So, like I said, I think this game could be a lot higher on my list if we'd played all of it. Yes. And we're going to uh, within by the end of January, we're going to play the, all of it, everything yeah. that we have. We have the first one, and we have the Sea of Sand or Sea and Sand uh, expansion for it, which gives you a bunch more scenarios. Uh, we're going to have all that played. But, um, yeah, Destiny's my number six, but could be higher Nice, if we played more. Good pick. Thank you. All right. My number six is from AEG, from the Alderac Entertainment Group. <laughs> yes. And it is a card game. This, oh, I love this game. <laughs> it is 10. Yes. And what fun. Like, Great oh, my game. goodness. It is so much fun and just you're you're it's like a set collection game but the way that you get your cards it's got push your luck in it mm-hmm. which and it, I can't even describe it right now but it's so much fun cuz you're you're choosing you're pushing your luck with like oh am I going to get more numbers or am I going to start getting dots like pips yeah. and the pips take like minus my numbers and so it but then if i get too many pips then i'll i'll bust that way and oh my gosh it is just fun it is so much fun if you like any of those card games of like not that this is like the mind but like the mind or the game or stickum or six nymphed or (laughs) you know what i'm talking about um if you like any games that style this game is right in there with those games it they're it's quite different from those, but as a card game, it's fantastic. Oh, it's awesome. It, it like it, it could help kids with their math. Because yeah, legitimately. You have to add, subtract, add, <laughs> yeah. subtract, add, subtract, constantly. Like, well, I've got six there, but I've got two pips, so that's four. And if I, like, I pulled another one, I'm up to eight, but if, now I pulled another pip, now I'm down to seven. And, <laughs> you're, trying and then, to, yeah. you're doing three different, like, simple, simple math, but you're doing three different things at one time in your head, yeah. trying to see which way should I go. And yeah. it's just, it's a lot of fun. It, I, so yeah, my, my number six is 10. Good pick. That's another home run from AEG. Great yeah. game. Um, okay. Into the top five now. So I'm going to kick this off with a game that we did play recently. And this one, um, could be even higher if we played more and we actually had the expansion that I ordered, I ordered the expansion the same time I ordered the game. <laughs> and that was back in like February and we got the game in the summer and no expansion yet. Mm-hmm. So the whole shipping thing has been a nightmare, but yeah, you might've guessed it. This is sleeping gods from <laughs> hey! Red Raven game. There's our first crossover. Our crossover. This game. Yeah. Is so, so good. Um, uh, Ryan Lockett with his writing. He's, uh, I think he's just the benchmark for writing in the board game world. Uh, just he's uh, top notch. Everything he does, his stories is great. Oh, he does all the so artwork for, for the That's game. That's insane. What talented people, hey? You, I know. You can 
design the game. You can write the game. You can draw, draw the game. The game. <laughs> I know. Crazy. It's crazy. He's the full package. Honestly, it's just, look at the game sitting on our shelf. It's gorgeous. It's so pretty. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is hard. Oh, yeah. It is. It is it, not an easy game. This game is not easy. We got our butts kicked early out the gate. Yeah. And then once we kind of write the ship, literally, yeah. <laughs> um, we kind of got our bearings and we're able yeah. to kind of do the things that you need to do without getting thrashed. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's great. If you love that style, if you love exploration, yeah, this is the game. Because literally that's all you do. You have a little boat that you're controlling and you can... You can Take the boat Go wherever where you, you want, want in any direction and you're flipping yep. through the book from page to page and like you can just do whatever you want for the game. And it's just that cool. So if you like exploration, you like Ryan Lockett, this game is fantastic. Oh, yeah. So good. All right. My number five. This comes from Arcane Wonders and Hobby World. Mm. And this game is furnace cool. <laughs> number five eh? yeah see and that's wow. the, the numbering of these games has been hard for me like i when i was putting my list together because i i love them I love all furnace. right like i it was hard to order them because they're just all good it is very hard but the one the one thing that i loved so much about furnace was the um bit bidding is it was it bidding where yep. you would put your your little cube down and um and then you had like everybody had to put one down and but it, it's got that element where even if you lose the bid you still get something yep. so it was kind of like do i want to bid low so i get though i get the action that mm -hmm. i want or the or the um whatever like the little pieces that i need mm -hmm. or do i bid high because i really want to get that card because i need that card in my tableau so that i can get my engine Your going engine building, yes. right so um i just loved it i love the I cover loved it too. that cover the art so good it just um yeah that is one of my favorite it was simple uh, box covers of the year for right? sure oh it was intriguing and i was like oh it did i, that looks I literally fun. backed that game just because of what it looked like yeah i was like okay well this looks like a movie poster it <laughs> yeah. looks like something that i want to go see in the theater yeah right so i literally i didn't back it i pre-ordered it yeah but um yeah no i agree furnace is awesome but yeah no i love that game so and we I played like, a lot of that back when it first came we out. We did, yeah. yeah. And I, I liked the way it played. It was simple, um, simple and still strategy, right? Trying to figure out what cards you need oh, yeah. to take and and how to, you know, I, I loved it. So, anyways, that's it's my number five, engine Furnace. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, into the top four here is um, a, I guess it's called a spiritual sequel to another game that mm -hmm. came about mm, two years ago. And this is from Pandasaurus Games, and that's Dinosaur World. <laughs> and this one was probably my most anticipated game of the year um, because I just, well, that's a tough, tough call because I look at a few more here. And it, but um, no, it was certainly one of, if not my most anticipated game of the year, and it didn't disappoint in any fashion. It's uh, quite different. My only, my only worry was that it would be too similar to Dinosaur Island yeah. to want to have both. Yeah. Um, but this one was quite different. Yeah. Um, and at the moment, if you put a gun to my head and tell me to, to, to choose, <laughs> choose one, I, I do like Jurassic, or Jurassic Dinosaur World slightly better for a couple different reasons. But that doesn't take anything away from Dinosaur right, no. Island because they are very different. Yeah. Um, I just really loved the 
setting your route for your jeeple. <laughs> yeah, with your jeep, <laughs> your jeep tour. Um, but setting the tour yes. route and like I love that the the plotting of the route and like changing it up for this for that turn and changing it up again for that turn for various reasons. Yeah, and I loved the dinosaur components. Like I loved the components with all the the uh, screen printing, screen printed uh, visuals on them, yeah. so you could tell what was what and everything. It just looked awesome. Yeah, the components were off the charts. The game was fantastic. That tour was fun. The tour Making was tour the was thing awesome. that really That's put it, a, yeah, it over is a the good top game. for me. So, yeah, Dinosaur lo- World. Yeah, I love Dinosaur Island. Love Dinosaur World. They're yeah, both they're, awesome. they're 100% both worth having. Especially if you're a dinosaur person, yeah. you're going to want both these games. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> All right. My number four um, from Unexpected Games. We've got a cool. second crossover. Yeah, there's with number two. <laughs> the Initiative. Awesome. So, Kurganitska, like this game yep. was so much fun. It was. You you said it all. Like this game was awesome. Yes. I had I had a great time playing. I love when you say it's a game within a game. You're these teenagers <laughs> in a comic book style, like yep. that, you know, companion book or the playbook. And then the game has different art because it's a different yeah. game. So the way just the thought that went into it, you know. Just with something simple like that, it helped you distinguish which game you were playing at what time. And yeah. it was just awesome. I, I love that game. So the initiative, my number four. Yeah, great pick. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good. Number four. It's definitely <laughs> worth yeah, it's definitely worth being in that spot. Um for me, number three. Uh this I think this, if I if I had to guess, I think this one was my number one most anticipated of the year. Okay. Um Maybe slightly ahead of Dinosaur World. Um, and this one is the third in a trilogy of games. <laughs> and this one, uh, yeah, comes from Simon and it's Ankh, Gods of Egypt, in the uh, Eric Lang game. trilogy of, yep. of uh, mythic god <laughs> stuff, <laughs> right? The Viking gods, the Japanese gods, and now the Egyptian gods. Egyptian gods. And Ankh... Uh, didn't disappoint. No. It was quite different from both Blood Rage and Rising Sun, so that all three kind of stand apart from each other in various ways, or in, in many ways. Yeah. Um, and this one I actually think I liked better than Rising Sun, so this one comes in at number two me for too, me actually. in the trilogy. And it had some controversy to it with the whole merging of I the gods. I loved the <laughs> merging of the gods. Yeah, so it's, I thought that was such a cool element. Yes, but what I really liked most about this game uh, is the two-player version of yeah. this game. It was awesome two-player. It was player. so much fun at two-player. It works really well. I loved playing it at two-player, and that, it's actually now one of my favorite two-player games out there, like, period. Yeah. But the only drawback is that it's a big thing to set up and yeah. do-do-do-do-do. But... For what it is, it's a absolutely fantastic game, especially at two-player. And so I highly suggest you do that. If you have Ankh, try it at two-player because it's where it's the best. It's so good. Ankh, oh, such a good game. Yes, and the miniatures and everything. It's just, oh, and we got the neoprene mat for it. And just yeah, the, so the whole nice. thing is gorgeous. The production is gorgeous. It's unreal. So, yes, Ankh yeah. came in at number three for me. Very nice. All right. So my number three was from Osprey Games. Cool. And this is Brian Boru, or Brian Boru, <laughs> the High King of Ireland. Yes. 
<laughs> I just can't. Yes, not we've do done it. that several times on our, <laughs> our podcast now. You'll have heard us say that, I'm sure. But this this game made it to number three for me because I mean it's an awesome game. Like let's put that yes. out there. But the way that those components work together, the way that they had the mechanisms. The mechanisms, not yes. components, yeah. The way they had the card drafting yep. and the way they did their trick taking where you could win the trick or lose the trick and still benefit yourself. Um, part of your choice, you know, how they had the area control and then you had the Vikings in there and the marriage track and the church yep. track and just the way they made them work together was awesome. Yes. Agreed. It was, it's just so much fun. Like you have to pay attention to everything. You can't, Nope. You can't ignore something. You can, you know, leave it to the side and just try to get in there, but you still have to pay attention to everything. And oh, they game's great. It 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 merged those, especially the uh, the uh, area control and trick taking into just a fantastic experience. And it, yeah, it's a game that I when I first heard about it, I was like, what is this? Like, how did, yeah. I cannot even <laughs> picture how this is going to work. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, it worked. It worked really well. Yeah. Yeah, so great. I okay. love that game, but so that's my number three, Brian Boru. Okay, yeah, good pick. Thanks. Um, so number two then. Okay, top two. Um, my number two is a game we played early on in uh, 2021. It was one of the first hmm, probably three or four games we got for the year, and this one blew my socks off <laughs> when we first played it. And you've already talked about it, and that's Gray Fox Games after the Empire. Awesome. So that's our third crossover. <laughs> and it, um, yeah, it, like everything we said before, the tower defense um, and just the randomness of where you're getting attacked from and trying to bolster your defenses <laughs> and like and hope that you're assigning soldiers in the right areas so that if you do get attacked, you're going to be able to hold on and not mm-hmm. get sacked. And the great thing about this game is when, so the more points you have so your so your points is your gold and the more gold you have is the more points you have but the more gold you have (laughs) is the more the more reason people are going to come and sack you come and try to (laughs) sack you so if you have a lot of points you're getting more people coming to you yeah so you have to balance that that's right that's why you're getting you're getting attacked from the same direction or not direction but the same side of the board but i could be getting attacked way less than you are because you've got more gold and people want it and if you get sacked you lose like a ton of your points because it'll say like say you're on like the 40 gold coins mark and if you get sacked while you're on the 40 gold coins you get you literally get your points stolen from you. Oh, yeah. Right? Your gold is taken, so you lose points, and it'll have a little red number beside it saying which number you have to go down to. Yep. So if you're at 40, say, let's say, go down to now 20. So you've, like, lost half your points yeah. <laughs> by them coming in, breaking down your walls, and stealing it. Very, very cool. It's crazy. It's so good. And it's neat, because, like, when they attack you, then your castle falls. Like, you break your Literally castle, so, apart. like, your walls are coming apart, and, it, you yeah. know, so then you'd have to build them back up, and are you, do you have enough materials to make wooden walls, or can you make stone walls? And, you know, yep. the stone walls are harder to break, but they're, they cost more to build. And you're trying to manage, like, farms yeah. and keep put out yeah. fires, literally put out fires. Literally put out fires, yeah. And, like, oh, man, the game is unreal good. Um, yeah. So that, that came at number two, and I... Up until recently, this one was my number one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just by a hair, it's it's at number two. But uh, <laughs> really good. 
if you haven't played it after the empire yeah very good all right so my number two is from repost games nice and <laughs> yes is so much fun it is <laughs> it is called so clover yes and i love so clover this game is hilarious like i love just one that was probably my favorite kind of party game um just because it's fantastic and i i still i love it and so clover from repost as well um it's hilarious you're just taking i don't even want to explain it because i'll butcher it but it's you got <laughs> it's a shamrock kind of, yeah just a one plastic shamrock level. and you got cards you're laying um With basically words two and... cards in each section of the shamrock yeah and you have to you have to figure out a word that connects the two words on that the cards put there at random at random and you have to do that on each side of your um clover yeah. and then and then you take off the cards, you kind of shuffle and mix them up, and the rest of the players have to look at them. And through the word that you've created, they have to figure out how to uh, which two words you used to make that word. Yeah. They have to and put them together. Up and, and there's one decoy card in there. Yes. There is an additional card that you did not know that was going to be in there that gets thrown in the mix. It's hilarious. It's so much fun. And it's all, it's one of those games you don't even play for points. You just play oh, for yeah. fun. It's yeah. so good. Just like just one. You play until you don't want to play anymore kind of yeah. thing. So funny. But yeah, my number two, so much fun. So Clover. Awesome. Really like that. That is, yeah, that is, a, that is the best party game to come out since just one i think yeah but um my i'm getting getting ready to mark it down here yeah it's (laughs) this one uh i think is just hands down the best game of the year for reasons we already talked about this is another crossover and this is brian borrow the high king of ireland from osprey games and it is yes a trick-taking area control game that includes card drafting three of my favorite things in board gaming and it has an awesome theme on top of it with awesome artwork and it's it's great it works so well so good and it just you would you you don't really you have to play it to understand how this trick taking and area control works where you're trying to steal towns from each other or not steal towns from each other trying to fail tricks to get good options on on the cards that you're playing it's so so good it is in my opinion the best game of the year and it's the most fun I think I've had with a game. Not just fun, but like, I just think it's the best made game. I think that that was for me too. Like the way the components just yeah. work together. It was just, just it was fantastic. Yeah. It so it's, good. It's awesomely fun. Don't get me wrong. But I still just think it's the best, most well thought out game of the year. That we've played. That we've played. <laughs> There's a lot we haven't. Potentially. But, but Brian Borough... Um, <laughs> Was late to my radar too, right? We saw the pre-order in what the uh, summer. Yeah, I. I and I'm like, know. oh, what is this? And they're like, oh, it looks like the Inish art, and like, and I, and it has nothing to do with the people who yeah. made. What was it, Madigo or whoever made uh, Inish? And just like, no, it's not anything to do with. It's their own. It's a totally different, separate game. I thought it might be another one in like a, a like series a series or, of games. Yeah. No, no, it's not at all. It looks similar, but it's not, and it's just absolutely fantastic. 
And yeah, it's my number one game of 2021. <laughs> That's so funny. I was marking it down before you said it because I thought your number one was Soul Clover. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I totally did. And it wasn't on your list. That's so funny. No, it was on my list. Well, yes. Okay, well, we'll but do that until after. recently, we played some pretty fantastic yes. games. So it was on my list. Yes, I know. And yeah. And oh my God. Okay. Anyways, my number one. We'll do that. Yep. So my number one. Um, might be a surprise to you, uh, but it is, (laughs) it is from Capstone Games. I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that is Savannah Park. Yeah. That's so good. That game is so much fun. You're basically making, um, a safari park, right? Like a safari where a game park where people can go drive through. And so you've got, it's really neat because every player has the same groupings of animals so you you all have the same tiles and you'll have tiles with giraffes on them elephants like all the different animals you'll have singles like a single giraffe double two giraffes and then you'll have a watering hole that has one elephant or a watering hole that has all six animals and one you you lay them all out on your board to start like like with one um you know, one color down, like the yellow, like you're in the savannah and then, uh, in the background and then one person will start, they'll take their little meerkat, they'll pick a tile up, uh, put the meerkat in that tile spot. So you can't place it back where you pulled it from. And then they flip it over to your own color with the same picture on it. And you place it on your board. Just in an empty spot. In an empty spot. Yep. Then every other player has to find that same animal that you did. They pick it off of their board, do this, put their meerkat down, yep. and then put it somewhere. And all the boards are thrown out at random. So my my oh, yeah. single rhinoceros is in a totally different spot yep. than yours. Because your tiles are just thrown out at random. Yep. Then the next player goes, they pick one up, they place it, and everybody picks up that same animal or that same grouping of animals and has to place it. So your strategy, trying to think of, okay, where can I put this? I want to try to see if I can get, you know, multiple water holes. Cause then you get to multiply, yep. um, you know, your scores at the end. And I just had so much fun. And, and one of the reasons it's number one for me is that it was a good, like an amazing game for everyone in the family. It was a great two player game for us to play. Yep. It was a great four player game with our kids. Both of our kids liked it, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Uh, and you can, they have different difficulty levels that you can play at. Yep. And, uh, you know, like it's just, it was so much fun for everybody. And I would have just as much fun playing this with you or with, you know, my game group as I would playing it with my kids. Yep. So this was, um, yeah, Savannah Park from Capstone. I believe it's part of their family games. Yep. The family, yeah. Yeah. Family collection. Family collection and awesome. So my, my number one was Savannah Park. That's an awesome pick. It it narrowly missed the cut. It's on my list here. Me too. My um, or my other ones too that you had in. So we did end up with four. four. You nailed and those it. Good four job. Were Brian Burrow, After the Empire, the Sleeping Gods, and the Initiative. Yeah. Yeah. Very good games. This list was so hard for me to make because there were games that, as I'm like putting other games on. Part of me was kind of thinking like, well, I think he's going to have it on his list, so at least we'll get, at least it'll get talked about. <laughs> get <mentioned>, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. And so it made it easier for me to not have it on my list. Yeah. And um, so we can talk about just some of them, but one of them was you had said it would have been higher on your list if you had played it more. That's the reason I didn't put it on my list because I feel like it would have been super high on my list if we had played the whole thing, and that was Destinies. Yeah. Oh, and it's I, good. 
I I had it in there and then just I would I was thinking oh yeah we played that game and oh yeah and so it got kind of moved but it awesome game. Like, I have so I'll just quickly run through this here. Um, there's a game that I didn't get to play that I know would be on this oh. list if I got to play it, and that was the Crew Mission Deep Sea. For sure. Um, I know would have made this list, but we never even got to play it because we haven't finished the first one yet. <laughs> so we're going to play that in uh, in the early New Year here. But some games that just narrowly missed the cut for me, like these are all basically my number 11s. Uh, so Clover, uh, Descent Legends of the Dark. So this one, yeah. um, we just we've just only... Scratched. Scratched on it. Like, yeah, we scratched so the surface. I think if we played a bunch of this, this would have been on the list. Yeah. Um, Cryo Oath, which I got to play once, which is a tall order of a game. <laughs> which so, I haven't played. No. So that one is a very uh, difficult one to place because it is so uh, difficult to teach and learn. Uh, 10 from AEG yep. as well. Kabuto Sumo. Yep. Uh, Alien Fate of the Nostromo. Yep. Furnace and Savannah Park were all on my yeah. my list to basically go anywhere yeah. on my list. And I just, you can't, I mean, that's 19 games right there that I, I loved yeah. this year. And for me, I had like Destiny's Ankh, Kabuto Sumo as well. The Loop, Dinosaur World, Whirling Witchcraft. Um, I had a Dice Miner on there too. Oh, Dice Miner. Because Dice yes. Miner was so much fun. Yep. Um, and... And also, and one I didn't put on my list because it's not it's not the same game, but it's a variation of a game. So I didn't add it because it's already there. But that's the game face to face. Sure, sure. Because yeah. that game two player, that face to face edition, it's is great, awesome. It, I love just the regular one, but that game was fantastic. But yeah, like the brew, um, yeah, unfathomable. Brew. Like I just there were so many um, good games this year, and again, what, games that we didn't even haven't even played yet. Yeah, we have a few that, sitting here right beside us that we didn't even get to play. There are twenty twenty ones like uh, the Adventures of Robin Hood. Uh, the second edition of Sukiyumi Full Moon Down, yeah. and who Was goes it there? Dune House Secrets. We haven't been able to play yeah, because Dune we don't House have Secrets. your card we, yet. Yeah, because the, one of the decks we went to play it, and one of the decks was missing from the box. So yeah. uh, the uh, people at Portal there are are getting us that but. deck. But uh, yeah, we would have played that by now, and I'm I, I had high hopes for that one. I still do. Yeah. So just looking be... was Juicy Fruits of 2021. Uh, yeah, juicy fruits. Yeah, see, yeah. like I, I forgot about that one when I was yeah. doing this too. <laughs> but yeah, there's yeah. just so many, oh, so many good year games for this games. year. It was a great year. Looking at this list, like wow, was this good? And then we, we, you know, I was looking at some other people's lists. And we missed so many other so games. So many like, games. Holy. I couldn't even believe it. I know. It's like, oh my goodness. Especially like, because I thought we like we I thought played, we covered a lot of bases. Like when you look at this year, the new games that we played compared to ever. last year, the new games that we played because yeah. we're doing the podcast, so yeah. we, so we've been trying to get like a lot of the newer games. Yeah. And so we played like way more games, like new games this year. And I'm looking at other people's lists. I'm like, what? Yeah. I didn't even know that existed. And yeah. it's in like your top 10. I know. <laughs> so, like Ark Nova. Well, that Apparently one. that game is extraordinary. And it's not even here. It's no. not even in Canada. See, like we've pre-ordered that one. Yes. And, I, and I've, it, we've done that. We had did that It'll a while ago. Yes. But it's not in Canada But for us, yet. I'm like, counting that as a 2022. Me too. Because it literally won't be even yeah. in, in our province in 2021 yeah so that's a 2022 for me so and i've heard amazing well, and that things one about i think like tom fassel didn't you say that that takes over terraforming mars for him yeah he says it 
pretty much replaced Terraforming Mars entirely for him. So, so it's like a similar style. And saying game, like they're both great games, obviously, because yeah, yeah. Terraforming Mars is awesome. But, but I really want to play. I know. That. And Frosthaven didn't come this year. No. That's going to be a 2022. Though. Oh, there's lots for next year. Yeah. So, and we're, so that being said, that is the <laughs> end of our 20th episode. But our first episode of the new year is going to be our most anticipated yes. games of 2022. So I don't know if it's top 10 or not, but it'll be just our we'll most anticipated. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But um, yeah, we are, ooh, we're at about an hour and 10 minutes here. And that's not bad, considering the amount of stuff we just talked about. So we are going to get running. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, our YouTube, The Meeple Dungeon. You can contact us at our email, uh, themeeplodungeon at gmail.com if you would like to send us a review or, or give us some feedback or anything like that. And yeah, we're going to run. Uh, Happy New Year. Adios 2021. <laughs> Happy we'll, New Year, everybody. Yeah, we'll see you in 2022. Have a great week. Cheers. Bye-bye.